You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, it's Freestyle Friday, and I am Glenn Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, April 28th, episode 3172, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. That's right. We have a Friday planned for you today. We have Dr. Lauren Proctor-Brown. She's joining us from Resolute Equine Sports Medicine to tell us how they train polo ponies to play in the heat of summer. And that's the heat of summer in Florida. So we're going to learn what they do to get their polo ponies ready. And it's something that you can apply to your horses. Because guess what? It's going to get hot soon. It's coming. Yep. Carrington from U.S. Rider is joining us to talk about the importance of having a backup plan when you're traveling with your horses. And we have some really bad ads coming up on today's show. For some reason, there's just always more of them. And then in the Auditor Post show, we're talking about, I've totally forgotten already. How horses embarrass you. Oh, well, that's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of um, uh, not being embarrassed, actually, uh, we have some results from day one of the Land Rover Five Star. And day one turned out nicer weather than they thought. Everybody's predicting rain, and it looks like they're going to skate by with, like, no rain. Uh, I know that depresses you, and I'm sorry. Um, But it looks like Saturday is going to be in the 60s and and cloudy, which is absolutely perfect, actually, for cross-country day. So, um, and I know you've probably been dying from all the pictures that are being posted. It's, 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 it's so painful. Actually, you know what I did (laughs) is I've been shopping from here, contacting all of the vendors that I know are there and like Kentucky performance products. I like, I was like, Hey, are you guys like a Rolex Land Rover? Cause like I need some stuff. And so I've been messaging with Karen all morning. (laughs) I've made some purchases online because I can't not shop for horse stuff this weekend. It's just not in my nature. So I, I told Karen, I said, you know what, if you just want to send like a Kentucky performance products, banner to me i will display it proudly because like i feel like i'm powered by kpp here at my farm and she was like did you want the 10 pound elevate or just the two pound and i did decide like do i need 10 pounds or two but i've got like a rotation with all my borders where it's your turn to buy your turn to buy your turn to buy so i have to go with like the two pounds so i'm kind of like oh i could have gotten that sent to me uh, but I didn't. So I with with the two pound. But yeah, I'm like, if KBP is running my barn, like every horse gets a variety of KBP supplements. I'm like, you should send a banner. I just bought a new round pin. We'll talk about that later. I'm like, I'll display the banner on my new round pin. <laughs> I wanted to mention too. I saw pictures of their booth at at the show in Kentucky, and it's beautiful. They they kicked up their booth a notch or two, and they're in booth 193. And they said to tell me to tell you that if you're there, go by and grab a bandana for your dog. They're giving away bandanas for dogs. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. You know what I realized I'm missing? What? 
is the KPP free chapstick that they have sitting out. All right, Karen, if you're listening <laughs> with the multiple hundred dollar order that I just made, if you could throw in about 15 to 25 Tra- chapsticks, chapsticks, that'd be great. <laughs> so get your chapsticks, get your uh, bandanas for your dogs over at KPP. And oh, we just did their commercial. Man. Look at that. That's amazing. You, I'm going to have to go but hop a flight just to go down there and get some <laughs> I, You know what? I had some left from the road show, but it was two years later. and I don't it, care. It didn't survive well. Yeah, well, no, it'll it be fine. Send it up. Uh, so what's happened on day one of dressage, by the way, keep in mind that day one of dressage is not the final results. There's day two of dressage that always changes things. But at the eight, end of day one, guess what? We have a Brit. Uh, leading the way with a 22.6. He's on his horse that they've nicknamed Dubs. Now, there is an interesting story here. Uh, This, of course, is Tom McEwen, uh, and he is riding Dubs. Now, Dubs was brought up through the ranks by Nicola Wilson, who had a bad fall last year and forced her into retirement from sport. So he took over that ride, and it's Dubs that he's leading on now with a 22.6. He's never been to Kentucky before, and he basically said, all I knew about Kentucky was racehorses, bourbon, and tobacco. That's all you need to know, baby. (laughs) So he said he's been having a great time, and apparently he's found it very friendly. Everybody is friendly. He's found it friendly, and of course, he's doing pretty well. He did comment on the stadium. On the big stadium where they do dressage, he said, so the first thing I would say, the stadium TV does not do it justice. It's quite a brilliant experience. It's much, much bigger than I expected. And when you get there and you sit in those stands up there, it is huge. It's huge. (laughs) What do they do? Two or three? They can do two or three or four dressage tests at a time in that ring. It's just I think for the makeover, there was six dressage rings. There there. you go. That's how big it is. But he was impressed by that. And then your girl is sitting in second place. Tammy Smith and my bum, which is Lexus. uh, He is just the most beautiful black horse in the whole wide, wide, wide world. Um, he's awesome. So JL Dublin in first, my bomb in second, De Niro Z with Liz Sharp. Now, do, I know you wanted to talk about the five star, but let's let's talk a little bit about the four star yeah. in Liz Sharp because she's currently sitting in first and second in the four star. Cooley Nutcracker, Cooley Be Cool, and then Tammy Smith is also sitting in third with her other horse. So it's it's pretty cool. We got some U.S. riders that are top in the top in the list there. And we do have a German that just popped in too. So a matter of fact, several Germans that popped <laughs> in the top ten. So we'll see how it shakes out today. Again, really, day one of dressage uh, is not conclusive. We'll 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 know more about that at the end of today. But let's do some daily winnies and and Jennifer and I will be watching on TV tomorrow for sure. While eating popcorn and ice cream. <laughs> One advantage to watching it at home is that the food is cheaper. No lines either, right? I have two auditor birthdays this weekend, Alex or Alex Paget and Kendra Gale. So happy birthday to both of you. We hope you have a terrific weekend. I, w- I was going to go with Paget, but I thought, eh, I don't say a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Paget is definitely not right, but that's fine. Um, so I, I have something 
that I need to bring up here, my daily Winnie, because I'd like to give my daily Winnie to my husband. But, you know, like when the, the tales of like if a husband all of a sudden brings you flowers home, what does that mean? That he cheated on you? Yeah, <laughs> some kind of trouble in the future. So I, I, I think my husband's cheating on me. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. And I'm, of course, kidding about that. But... I don't understand why he's all of a sudden super supportive of me getting the vet out for my own horses for like preemptive things. So Ace, my young thoroughbred whose birthday was yesterday, he just turned four. He popped a splint last fall. And again, I don't work him hard at all because he's been so young and he popped a splint in his right front. And I was like, you know what? I'm I, I don't, it just happens, I guess, you know, he's not working hard. And then I took him over some little tiny jumps, like six inch cross rail jumps last week. And right after that, he got wind puffs in his right front. And I'm like, why are there two things like on his, the same leg? So the vet was out yesterday. And I just said, hey, can can you can you kind of give me an overall look here? We have two cosmetic issues on the same leg and there must be a reason why. And so she we pulled him out and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, obviously his angles are different. Don't you see that? And I was like, well, now I do. OK, I'm, and she was like, you didn't see I'm like, I didn't go to vet school. You see that stuff what and you I pay tell you me for. about it, right? That's what I'm paying for. Anyway, so now we're going to have to take him to the clinic, meet with the farrier, take some x-rays, do some trimming, oh, no. change the angles, then take some more Which x-rays. Which horse is this again? This is Ace, my young thoroughbred. Oh, okay. He's, and so I was telling Chad, I'm like, yeah, we're going to have to do this, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I think that's important. I think, you know, this is like your horse for the future. So oh, I yeah, think he's you cheating should- on you. Yeah, right? <laughs> no question. Do you want me to talk to him today? If you could feel it out, that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> and then the other thing that we did, which for some reason, Chad's like, yes, I think this is a good idea, is acupuncture in the Duke. Wait a minute. He said that third. twice in one day? Yeah. Yeah, okay, he's definitely yeah, cheating on me. There's a problem there. I don't <laughs> know if it's cheating. There's wife. something going on. He's got another family at this point. <laughs> but yeah, so Duke um, has not had a great appetite recently. And he had a couple teeth pulled. Now, Duke? 30, right? 30. 30. 30. Yeah. But I ride him like four days a week. I mean, just at the walk bareback with a halter. But he helps me with all the baby horses. And, and he'll pony babies. And they can, he can he leads the way. And they follow him. And we just... just the arena we don't need to take him out on the trail anymore because that's too hard for him but his his mouth was bothering him i went to have his teeth floated and the vet noticed a couple loose teeth so i had to take him to the clinic and they pulled the teeth uh and then of course the vet was like you probably will need to do this again in the spring but he was like he really really did not like it like had a really hard time with it so i've been faced with this decision of like He's not eating great, which means maybe his mouth hurts. So we've started on my Equiox. We're doing all the things to try to make him more comfortable. And I just can't put him through another one of those surgeries again. And they can't lay him down because he's 30. So um, it was just kind of like, what else can I do to ease the discomfort? And my vet is an acupuncturist, chiropractor. All She does all the things. 
Um, and so we are now doing acupuncture in his face and all of his body. So she did the places in his face and hooked up a tens unit. So basically electro acupuncture in his face and it's going to take a minimum of three times. Uh, so that was time number one. Time number two is next week when I take ACE and get all the x-ray, all the things, you know. Um, and then uh, she also did all these points on his body and injected B12 into all these points that stimulate appetite. And meanwhile, my husband is in the barn while this happened. Usually I tried to book the vet, you know, in the past before he was cheating on me. I would book the vet <laughs> when he wasn't home. But this time he was home and he was in there like asking questions and like, so what are you doing with that? What is that? And I'm like, did he hit his <gasps> head? What's going on? Right? Who are you? What is happening? Okay, right there's now? guilt there somewhere. I, I, yeah, uh, something's going on. Yeah. I don't, I mean, come on, I can see right through Or that. he's looking at asking to go on a trip with the boys here soon. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. I mean, you do you, boo. <laughs> I'm going to do me no matter what. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that it will be funny if he all of a sudden pops up with the golf trip. I'm, I'm pretty, he's not a cheater. So I'm predicting golf. Trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, predicting, I'm trying to be on his side here. I bet you're right. I bet you're right. Cause yeah, and it's no, going to be a week. It's not going to be two days. This is going to be a week golf trip to some exotic place. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. We'll wait for it. It'll come. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Duke got the acupuncture aces in the thing. And my husband has another family. So that's what I learned this week in my <laughs> daily Winnie. <laughs> All right, let's get to our first guest. We have Carrington coming up from US Rider. We're going to find out about preparing to travel with your horses and, and uh, what kind of thing, what kind of insurance you can get to help you along the way. Carrington, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. So now Carrington's one of the people that had to put up with me sick at uh, Equine Affair a couple weeks ago. I apologize for that. <laughs> I'm still no fighting worries. it, actually. It's still not completely oh, going. Oh, no. But uh, it was fun to be in the same booth as you guys because I got to hear your customers coming up and talking to you, and I want to get to that in a minute. But first, tell us what U.S. Rider is. Okay, so U.S. Rider is a premier equestrian roadside assistance plan, and as far as I know, it's one of the very few in the industry. So what we do, it's basically like your AAA for your horse trailer, your pull vehicle. We also cover RVs, campers, um, any trailer that you might be pulling, um, or it can even just be for your everyday vehicle, so the car you drive to the grocery store. And we cover your basic roadside needs, such as tire changes, jump starts, lockouts, winch outs if you get stuck in mud or something like that. And None of us have ever been stuck, Carrington, at a horse show in mud. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, never I'm sure. Happened. No. Of course no. not. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't go through your horse show career and don't get stuck once with your horse trailer in a field, you are not doing it right. You, you're just, yes. you're a wimp. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So obviously people know about AAA and, you know, that kind of thing. And this just kicks it up 10 notches. Now, I was reading on the website, too, not only with the mechanical stuff and the roadside service, there's also some help with veterinary and stabling and things like that. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so we do have a network that we have done diligent, um, you know, research to find these individuals and um, so it's basically we offer vet and farrier referrals across the U.S. and Canada. And so that way, if you're traveling outside of your hometown and your horse throws a shoe or 
comes up sick or lame or anything like that, you can call us and we can give you a vet referral or a farrier referral in whatever city or town you're in. Oh, wow. Well, that's cool. That's good to know. And, you know, I was hearing stories the other day from from people coming up to you at the booth there about different things. You must hear the wildest things. <laughs> you really must. Um, I mean, in regards to people's needs for yes, roadside. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. The things that people come up, I mean, the things that happen to people, I'm like, well, I mean, we've had calls for people to asking us to come out and bring um, ratchet straps because their entire hay rack has blown off on the highway. <laughs> and if we could just bring them some ratchet straps, they could get that sucker down and be back on the road. I'm like, if that isn't horse people, I don't know what is. <laughs> they're they're obviously not well prepared. You need the ratchet straps and the duct tape all the time with you when you're <laughs> yes. when you're going away. <laughs> and you know, it's the it's the things you don't think about too, like hitting deer or hitting an animal on the road, just stuff like that. I mean, all of that stuff happens, you know, all the time. Honestly, um, our number one roadside issue that we get calls for are tire changes, and unfortunately the amount of like unpreparedness you are for that is, I mean, thankfully it's pretty simple for us to fix, but that's like the number one issue. I think anyone who's ever hauled a trailer has for sure had a blown tire. So, you know, just that problem is huge, but you know, not carrying good spares on you or you thought your spare was good and it's actually got dry rot or, you know, just stuff like that. But Nobody yeah, remembers you just gotta be prepared the, for everything. Nobody remembers <laughs> to check the spare. I'm kind of I, I am Never. I am good about that because we've had so many flat tires on horse trailers. Our last trip uh, out to Texas, we had a flat tire on the horse trailer coming back. Thank God, it was right at a pull off at a rest area on the highway. So we just pulled mm-hmm. in and changed the tire right in there with the truckers. None of them came over to help. I noticed. But <laughs> you know what happened to me with the spare was I had the spare. The spare was aired up, and I. Got got pulled over you know i was able to get off the freeway and i couldn't get the dang lug nuts off the i couldn't mm, get the spare off the trailer tight. it was too tight <laughs> so i was like hi excuse me can you help me <laughs> well we get calls like that too i will say the horse in like the horse community they are very self-sufficient so a lot of times we do get people who have already been in the process of changing their own tire and they just need help with a lug nut or something like that and we do cover that as well like just because we're not coming out and doing the entire tire change if you just need a little bit of assistance to get yourself back on the road we'll send someone out to come bring your ratchet strap we'll send someone out to come just you know loosen that lug nut for you so i do love you know, seeing just how capable a lot of our horse people really truly are. So what happens if my trailer really breaks down? I'm like traveling to Texas and I'm in Louisiana and my trailer breaks down and I got the horses in it. I call you guys. Can you help me find a horse trailer to transport my horses? Yes. So the process of that would be, let's just say you, you know, blow an axle on your trailer and it's no longer operable. Um, What we would do is we would contact stables. Um, People have already signed up to be volunteer um, emergency help for our members. So they've already told us what kind of trailer they have, how many horses it can hold, where they're located. So basically, we just go into that network of volunteers that we've already established relationships with. We call them up. We say, hey, I've got, um, he's got two horses on board and we need, you know, someone to come pick him up at XYZ and take his horses to safety, to stabling. Are you able to do that for us? So a lot of times, of course, you can only transport a horse in a trailer. So we rely heavily on our volunteers who are horse people, have the equipment necessary, and we've already got them 
in our database ready to call. So can not in addition to buying the service, obviously, for themselves, can they offer to volunteer through the website too? just email? Yeah, for sure. We love that. Okay. All right. So um, next thing is, you know, I know you made some changes to the call center recently and customers were raving about it at Equine Affair. So tell me about that. I, You know, it, it was because it, I had my ear open listening to what you guys were talking about. And all of these kinds of services always get a ton of people who complain about everything. And I didn't hear that at all. So, yeah, this year was definitely a big upswing for U.S. Rider compared to last. Um, in December of 2021, we cut ties with all third party call centers that we were having dispatch our members calls. Um, if you know anything about, you know, customer service and the way that these big businesses handle that volume is they often hire third party call centers to take on these calls um, and actually execute the product that the company is offering to their members. Um, unfortunately, with the horse people, that just does not cut it. Our needs are so particular, and you really have to know and understand the equipment our, our horse um, community people are are dealing with. And you have to just you, you can't you can't just put any Joe Schmo answering these calls and thinking that you're going to get the right the right service. So we were not delivering the service that we really felt our members deserved for a couple years there. And so we made the jump and the investment into creating our own in-house call center. And so the way that that looks is all of our dispatchers are horse enthusiasts or horse owners, just like you and I. Um, one of our dispatchers even owns her own tow company in addition to owning her own horses and, you know, being on the road showing with her son. So um, we have very, very experienced dispatchers now um, who are only taking calls for U.S. rider members. So they are just sitting and waiting, ready to help them. And they really, truly do understand the needs of our members. Well, that was a good move. I mean, they're going to have more empathy than somebody who doesn't give a crap about horses, right? So yes. they're going to just have empathy, which is what you're looking... You know, empathy is what you're... I was thinking about it uh, when I was at the booth. Empathy is what you're looking for when you're in this situation and you make that call. Mm-hmm. You're, yes, you're looking for help, but you're looking for somebody that cares because you're you're in trauma, right? You're on the busy side of busy highway. Your horses are pawing and you know going nuts in the trailer because they don't want to sit there, and you just want somebody to care. And in addition to that, like not just the care for the horses, but a lot of our dispatchers have been like, "Wow, I've been in that position before. I know exactly what you need, and I'm going to get it for you." So it's they have the experience, not just the empathy, which of course helps. But you know, when you can't, you cannot fake this stuff. I mean, having people from out of the country try to, you know, take these calls, and of course that was going to not go very well. I mean, but every company does that. That's very popular, and that's a common practice. You know, it's it's financially beneficial to use third-party call centers and most companies do it. But U.S. Rider is like, no, our members deserve more. These are not your average Joes. These are horse people. They're strong, they're able, and, you know, we got to provide top-notch A-plus service for them. And they've done that. And we've totally seen an upswing the past, you know, like I said, December 2021 is when we made the official switch. And when I hear negative things, it's only from before that date. And I'm like, whew, thank goodness. <laughs> so if people have tried it before, maybe they had a bad experience with the call center, it might be worth giving it a try again, is what I'm saying. And, you know, um, you're a f- fellow equine network company, too. So, um, 
so that's why we were together at the booth there. And, uh, you know, we're going to be doing some advertising for you. So we're glad to have you on board. And it was fun to meet you. Where can people go to and see the pricing and all of that stuff? They can go to usrider.org. So that's U-S-R-I-D-E-R.org. And they would just go to membership. And it shows you the two options, Classic and Premier, and you can sign up right there. Or you can even give us a call on our member services phone line, which is 1-800-844-1409. And just to clarify one other thing, I wanted because I signed up too, so I want to make sure. I, so if I'm just driving my car around town or you know on a trip without the trailer and something happens, I can still call. Yeah, you can either call in for service or you can use our app. Um, our app is free to use. You can request a service straight through the app. You don't even have to call in. And that comes in handy when you're in an area that you might not have great cell service for a phone call. Yeah. But we can still communicate through the app. Very good. Thanks, Carrington. USRider.org. Thank so we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. Whether you're training or riding the local trails, there's a Wintech saddle for almost every horse and rider combination. The Wintech 2000 all-purpose is for the riders that want to do a little bit of everything from training to fun beach days with friends. You'll experience total luxury in this top-of-the-range Wintech saddle. Your horse will adore the super soft panels which mold in and around their muscles for complete comfort. Sinking into the deep seat, your leg will find its natural groove and your contact and communication will become effortless so you you can focus on having fun. Explore the entire Wintech Saddles range at wintech-saddles.com. And I just realized while reading this ad, I can take my horse swimming in the pond with my Wintech. Because who doesn't want to go into a muddy oh, Oklahoma red pond? That's true. Yes, yeah. You don't want to do that. You just hose it off when you're done. <laughs> just hose it off. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we have Dr. Lauren Proctor-Brown. She has been on the show several times before. She's a veterinarian here. She works with Resolute Equine Sports Medicine in Ocala. But she's also plays polo, and she announces at polo. We've been there a couple times when she's been announcing. She's terrific. Today, we're going to talk about how to get your horses ready for the hot weather. I mean, if they play polo in Florida in the summer, you can do anything with your horse in the summer. Dr. Brown, first of all, thank you for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure as always. Well, you're down in Ocala, Florida, and I think of riding here in Oklahoma. I got to be done by like 10 in the morning. Otherwise, it just gets so hot. But you guys have to keep going and you also play polo during that heat in Florida. So I guess I want to talk to you about competing and training in the summer in Florida. It's got to be pretty challenging. it's a little different, but I think honestly, after watching all the other clubs this summer, this past summer, even further north, I mean, this is something we're all going to be dealing with, regardless of where you are in the country. We're getting more heat waves, we're getting more humidity and unexpected weather. Um, so you're going to have to just be prepared for it. Um, the good thing about Florida is we do usually have rainstorms every day. We have like a breeze off the ocean. I'm in Ocala, so I'm a little bit further north. Um, we're inland by an hour from the ocean, so it's a little bit more temperate so it's a little better being in ocala than sarasota or further south like palm beach Um, but certainly we're still in florida Um, if you track temperatures in like kentucky and new york and stuff we're still seeing high temperatures in the hundreds up there too so you're going to have these days happen regardless of where you are and we just have to be Mm -hmm. prepared Um, so what what is the mm -hmm? daily kind of routine first of all polo players don't have one horse you how many do you have honestly Oh, oh, um, I, I have 19. 
<laughs> oh my god i wasn't expecting to be that honest I was like, awesome. <laughs> so those of you complaining about riding your one horse in the summer think of dr brown she's riding 19 so now let's what is a daily working routine with 19 horses in the summer in florida yeah, so they come in a little bit earlier than they do in the winter. If we're going to do anything um, in the morning, we get it done really early. So just like you said, you know, you want to be done before 10, 11. Um, I find the heat of the day here really, you know, that one, two o'clock hour, you just don't do anything. The horses are in their stalls. They're under their fans. They're in the shade, happy as could be. Um, and then what we do is usually Florida, you get a rainstorm in the afternoon. You, um, the humidity drops because of the rain and then we go out again in the evening. So we do lessons, we do matches in the summer in the evening. So we don't start anything until six. Um, and that's really pretty good. And that does mean that, um, the more work we're doing, the cooler the temperatures are getting, um, as, as everybody is getting a little hotter. So that helps. We tried the mornings, uh, and it was abysmal and we don't do that anymore. <laughs> um, so we did have to learn our lesson, but it's definitely more like the, you know, when you hear about like a afternoon siesta, that is exactly how you survive the heat. You don't, just don't be stupid. Don't make stupid decisions and get out of the heat in the middle of the afternoon. And that's for both people and your horses because we can't handle it just as much as they can handle it. Glenn, I would like to point out that when I asked her how many horses she had, she paused. She did. She was deciding said. whether she was going to be honest or not. <laughs> eh, she did. It's <laughs> awesome. So what is, a, what is a working routine like with a polo pony. I mean, I remember living in Kentucky and the polo fields around would be riding one horse and ponying four and just yep. trotting the field. Is that kind of what it looks like? Yeah. So if they're not having a, if they're not playing that day, polo ponies will go out in what we call sets. And that's about like a, it's like a trot set for an Avenger, but it's about 15 minutes of trot work. Um, sometimes we'll add in some faster stuff, get them if they need a little bit more speed. Um, for us in the summer, we dial things back. Our matches are not as fast. They're not as high as rated. We're working a lot of green horses. We're doing a lot of training checkers. We've got a lot of like new players out on the field. So not only are we playing at a smart time, but we're playing smart. We are being, we are slower than we are in the winter. And that's for everybody's sake, right? This is just not to work as hard in the summer. And it's really good for the horses. It gets all of our green horses going, you know, gets them a lot of attention all summer long. Gotcha. Okay. So as far as cooling down goes, when you're mm -hmm. done with all of this work, what is a safe, smart way to cool your horse down? Yeah. So the biggest myth that we need to dispel is that you have to either use lukewarm water or that you have to scrape your horse dry. Um, no, the water on their hair is not heating them up. It's actually helping them. So the best way to cool a horse off, and these studies came out of Australia, so you know they know how to deal with the heat. It's just to continuously run water over their body until the water that is coming off their body is cool. Okay. So it's the temperature that it's coming out of the hose because they're losing their heat by conduction into that water. So when you put your hand underneath their belly and the water is dripping off, if that water is still warm, your horse is still hot and just keep going. Okay. So our horses get bathed head to tail. I mean, they get hoses in between their legs every inch of them gets wet. We cool them out, um, you know, until that water runs cool. Um, we have water on our trailers at the field. We have access. That's an important thing, right? With polo, we're traveling to where we're competing. So we have water at the field. So that's a really important thing to make sure you have that um, and have the ability to cool them out and and give them water to drink. Um, horses can drink after work. 
Um, it will be, it is important for them. Our water buckets just sit out. So they're kind of, you know, room temperature. They're not drinking ice cold water right after they've worked. Um, I find our horses also like to take a bite of grass. Um, so they get to put their head down, they get a bite of grass, they get to kind of relax, right? They just worked hard. They need to kind of decompress just like we decompress after work. Does that all make sense? Yeah. Now I, so I'm going to follow that up with, do you in the summertime change their feed at all? Do you give them extra supplements, electrolytes more often, any of that? Um, sometimes they get more electrolytes, all of our horses all the time, which is important for everybody's horse across the country have access to salt mineral blocks. Ours have them in their stalls so that they can lick on them all day long if they want. Um, specific to Florida, we have what's called anhydrosis, which means horses that stop sweating. So those horses do get different supplements. Sometimes we do have to add in more salt to their feed. They're on one AC year round, which has been what I've found to be the best, best solution for our situation. Um, I have also used some other products like Platinum Refresh um, in in conjunction with Platinum product on one of my really difficult horses. So those guys get a little bit more attention. But on the whole, we don't change anything feed-wise from winter to um, summer. Um, our horses get a really nice quality feed. So they're on um, Purina Performance and a combination of Neutrina Fuel. Um, and we balance those to to keep their condition. But we do play, play pretty close attention to, you know, their, their body condition score throughout the summer. If they're struggling, you know, we're adding more alfalfa as opposed to adding more grain um digesting grain can make them hot um it, that they are actually combusting it in their cecum so that is generating heat right so if they're you already have a hot horse and you give them grain to eat to gain weight they're just going to get hotter and hotter and hotter hmm. so some of our really bad anhydrosis horses we have to take away their grain and they just get as much alfalfa as they can possibly want, which I think is probably like a horse's best, you know, it's like their, their dream, right? <laughs> Just Snickers bars tons of put right in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's yeah. interesting. When I went to equine management school, one of the things she talked about was how do you know that your horse is is eating the right amount of food and all that? And you talked about it, which it, her answer was, look at your horse. Does yeah. it need more? Does it need less? And the most important mm-hmm. thing is an evaluation of that horse constantly. Uh, so yeah. that seems to be like kind of what you guys are doing. Does this horse need more or less? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Look at it. Yeah, no, all of our horses, you know, throughout the season, it depends, right? Their feet is going up and down depending on their body condition score. So being able to, you know, qualitatively evaluate your own horse did the girth is the girth tighter or looser did you know are they showing a little bit of ribs are they not working as well you know just being aware of that is really important and then changing their feed that's not changing what food you're feeding necessarily often but definitely that's why we said our our horses are on a balance of two products nutrient fuel has a little bit more fat in it so we'll reach for that if we need to add a little bit more condition um, and Purina is a higher protein product. Um, so that's kind of our base, you know, and if they just need more, they're building muscle, they're working harder, we'll, we'll add more of that. But if you tracked our feed list throughout the year, like it changes and we're really, mm-hmm. we change it frequently. Like this horse needs more, this horse needs less, this horse needs more, this horse needs less and just paying attention, you know, and that's not every day. That's every week paying attention to like, how do they look? How are they performing? Mm-hmm. Um, and just not being afraid to change things because it's easier to be ahead of things than behind. Oh yeah. Definitely easier to sure. not be chasing. Uh, so as we've 
got the horses covered. How on earth do the riders handle it? So what are some of the things that you do as a rider to be able to handle the heat and the hot weather in the summer? Yeah, that's a little bit different too. So we make a longer um, break between chuckers. Chuckers are a period of polo. Um, and then for me personally, I have it down, like I can drink about four ounces of Gatorade between a chucker. And that's the perfect amount of liquid that I can take in without up chucking it back out in the middle of the chucker. Or having to pee um, in the middle of the chucker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't find I have to pee ever. I'm definitely using, using that water. I'm definitely sweating <laughs> it out. Um, so that's a good thing. But that's not really enough, right? When you're, when you're out there working, that's not actually enough liquid to get through an hour and a half, right? So you have to preload and make sure they're getting enough liquid in your body beforehand. And for me, and this is just knowing yourself and knowing yourself as an athlete, I know I need a lot of salt. Um, and I'm lucky, I guess I'm fit so I can consume large quantities of salt and I sweat it out. Do you so have like a lick or something? <laughs> you put in the car? Oh, believe me. Um, in the worst, in the worst parts of the summer, um, I will drink pickle juice, and I know that will turn a lot of people off. But pickle juice is great for rehydration, so you can hate me for that if you want. I actually like pickle juice, so <laughs> it's mm-hmm. all good. I'll go no crazy. Judgment no judgment. Yeah, pickles are great for rehydration in the summer. Watermelon's actually a really good one too. If you just get tired of drinking Gatorade. Um, I have a couple of really nice electrolyte supplements that I like to, to drink. And those, if you read them, you drink them in the morning so that you consume more water throughout the day and you stay better hydrated. Cause I definitely really had to, it was an adjustment. Florida was an adjustment. I'm originally from Wisconsin and I was living in like New York, Massachusetts before here. So summers in Florida is definitely an adjustment. Awesome. Um, well, also, in many ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Many, many ways, especially from Wisconsin. <laughs> so mm-hmm. where can people go to learn more about you, what you do, your place, Resolute Equine Sports Medicine, all the things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Resolute Vet um, is for the vet practice and Ocala Polo and Team Resolute Polo, ocalapolo.com. You can find out more about everything we're doing down here. We're on social media. All of those are on social media. So if you want to follow us in our adventures, you definitely can. Um, we do have plenty of adventures and the ponies get lots of photos and all of that. We share a ton. So definitely happy to have anybody follow us on our journey. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Proctor Brown. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. I hope somebody, uh, someone learned something today. Especially with performance horses, flies can really be a nuisance. Fly predators are a great investment of all the different poisons and insecticides and different things you could use. I don't know of anything that is more economical and more effective than spalding fly predators. Well, you sent your weather over our way. We had six months of dry weather where it hadn't rained at all. I mean, they were talking about fires here in Florida and all of that. And then it's like Mother Nature flipped a switch on Tuesday and decided, okay, it's time for all the rain. Just like you guys did. Florida needs some fun. Yeah. So uh, we had some of your fun. We had really bad storms the one night. It was so windy and uh, just hailing and wind. And it was worse than I've seen in some of the hurricanes we've had. Uh, We had three inches of rain in 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because we get an inch. Like, if in our afternoon thunderstorms, we'll get an inch because it, it'll just, I mean, it doesn't, we never get light rain in Florida. We always get dumped on. 
So it was pretty bad. They had tornadoes around and stuff. And then last night, the two nights in a row, uh, it just it just did the same thing. I mean, we only had an inch of rain, but the lightning was incredible. Uh, the ponies were fine. You know, everybody was fine. Uh, and we didn't have their power was out all over town and trees down and things like that. And lightning strikes to transformers and stuff. Uh, lightning seems to like transformers that are on poles or <laughs> just <laughs> so. It, it's they get this though. The coast had it much worse. The east coast had it much worse. Melbourne, which is south of Cape Canaveral, there's Cocoa Beach and then Melbourne. Melbourne had hail that get this piled up to a foot. What they had a foot of hail. What they, what size? I mean, here in Oklahoma, they rank it. It was probably dime, dime size, but it was a foot deep. They had people out there wow. with their rulers. <laughs> so, they had a foot of hail. It was just crazy. And then last night, it was really bad in Cocoa Beach, right? In the, kind of the same area. They had tornadoes and heavy winds and stuff. So... Uh, yeah, so we're and we're in for it again all weekend, and I'm supposed to go camping this weekend. Her family's down at the beach, right where they had all this. We're going camping, so that'll be fun. That's fun. Yeah. So our, you know, I think my, I don't have to water my plants every day right now. That's they're good. Oh d- well, we had uh, four solid days of rain, and we Is haven't your drought had- over. No, 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 no. But my pond is incredibly full, and we had four solid days of rain. The drought of my house is for for a minute. <laughs> um, and I would like to make the official announcement that today is muzzle day for the fat Andalusian. <laughs> oh, I hope he likes it uh, more than scooters not having uh, a good time. Uh, yeah, today's the day, big guy. All right. We're at grass is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some bad ads. Pay it- I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire, let the buyer beware. Horse trading, they tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading, well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It's time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when listeners submit ads and we just have a little bit of fun with them, either from Facebook or Craigslist, something like that. And also, if listeners submit an ad, they get an entry into a drawing at the end of May now uh, that will be for multiple prizes, over $600 in prizes. That's brought to you by Horselovers.com and EcoGold, who I know is set up right now at Land Rover. Uh, But Horselovers.com is the home to 120,000 different products. And I think they're set up there, too. So uh, head on over. If you're at uh, Land Rover, do some shopping. But in the meantime, if you're not, just go to horselovers.com to find all the best deals. Our prizes this month are Eco Gold Secure Saddle Pad. No slip, no slide, no problem. Eco Gold Secure Saddle Pad is the most comfortable non-slip saddle pad. That is a value of $190. And you get to pick English or Western. The next prize that you can win is a $110 value, a C4 gift collection. Everyone knows C4 brand belts and accessories. C4 is known for the color and choice from belts to dog collars to watch bands and socks. This package includes a little bit of everything. You can go see all of it again at horselovers.com. 
Also, Red and Goat, who's also set up at Hubert Land Rover. This week. I saw a bunch of pictures from them. You've heard them on their, our show many times. They have the fabulous coats that are you know, long coats and short coats that you can use for riding. And, and they're going to be giving one of those away to a lucky winner valued at $200. And finally, the Gatsby Fly Collection, which includes a gas, Gatsby Cool Mesh Fly mask with ears, cool mesh leg wraps, cool mesh fly sheet, and a Gatsby cool mesh matching fly neck cover, $125 value. I mean, come on, give this away. We have to be one of the top 10 podcasts in the world for giving stuff away. We give a lot of stuff away. I mean, we make people work for it, though. That's true. And speaking of work for it, Kaylin sent this in. This is, she recorded it herself. Hello, this is Kaylin from Iowa, and I have a really bad ad for my local county shopper. The ad says, for sale, 14-year-old Appaloosa quarter mare, 15 hands, kid broke, good disposition, smooth trail horse, mom turned 82 and doesn't feel like riding anymore, $2,500. Well, she just doesn't feel like it. I don't really blame her. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Have a great day. She's 82 for crying out loud. (laughs) Give her a break. (laughs) Uh, Michelle sent this one in. Hi, this is Michelle, and I have a really bad ad from the Indiana Horses for Discussion. Meet Cherry Bombed. She's a five-year-old QH selling grade BC. I didn't get her registered, but she's very well breed from her mom is the golden Palomino shown below has zips, chocolate chip and doc bar on her. And dad is in the line back done from metallic cat peppy Sam. I'm selling her BC. I don't have time. She had 30 days professional training done, but she's still very green broke bucks sometimes and I just don't have the time to put the miles on that she needs. I've raised her from a full. She's a very in your pocket girl. Well, that was that one. Is she 82? <laughs> you cannot read those breeding uh, names quickly. No, you no. can't. And also, I would like to point out that she had the ability to type out the entire lineage of the horse, but can't write the word because. Yeah. <laughs> BC, it's too long. And I, I feel like the Doc Bar Bun got, uh, stallion is very popular or whatever that Zips, name was. Zips Chocolate Chip. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty good, though. I like that name. Um, Monica sent the next one in. It's uh, The title is Old Horse Trailer, $468. Okay. It's first. How do you think they came up with that? I'll give you a 462. <laughs> uh, description. A little top rust, but nothing too bad that I can see. Uh, yeah, I can see it. I can see Ship, it. Well, sort of. Shipping price for $12.30. <laughs> I'm Everything's very specific here. Very the problem specific. with this trailer is... It is not that it's a total rust bucket and not that there's no hitch on the front. It's that there's old dead cars completely surrounding it. You couldn't get to the front of this trailer if you tried. 
Plus, I'm looking at the door, and I'm pretty sure that's not going to open. <laughs> no, it looks like it's uh, it's welded shut. There's uh, a metal piece above it, beside it. All the yeah, no, there's there's no entry into this trailer. No, and there's no way to get it out because there's a car literally parked over the hitch, and it I looks like it hasn't a run boat. in a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a boat. Oh, really? <laughs> can't tell i don't know <laughs> so, i can't tell and yeah, it's buried in the woods because there's no front little tongue thing on it no. either no and you're gonna if this thing is buried in the woods i mean buried you're gonna want to check for snakes there's gonna be snakes in this thing guaranteed and tetanus <laughs> <laughs> all right uh who sent shannon sent the next one in. this is shannon calling from northern virginia with a really bad ad um it's actually a very honest ad but kind of funny um, the pictures, there are a couple of pictures of a super, super cute little mini dark bay, super fluffy, super cute mini. Um, and the ad says, uh, a hole pony for sale. Of course, a hole is all spelled out, but I don't think I can say that on here. So a hole pony for sale, three years old gelding, not quite 30 inches. $1,000, Canton, Illinois. No, he's not kid safe. No, he's not sweet. He's full of himself. Bucks, rears, etc. on the lead line. Got a brave kid? Perfect project. Make him worth something. Got a kid you don't like? Perfect. Throw them up on him. And that's it. That's the end of the ad. Um, but I really think I need this mini. He is so cute. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, guys. Have a great day. If you scroll down to the bottom of the page, you'll see the picture of the mini. And this one's been making the rounds. And I think about 85 people sent this one in. Yeah, <laughs> but this one, the, the other one's a little different because it says proficient at bucking, rearing, spending at end of a lead rope and perfect project for a young expi- aspiring trainer. No. If you look at his face, he looks like the devil. <laughs> he does have an evil look and his hair is everywhere. He just looks evil. It's like some out of a Chucky movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Has there ever awesome. been a horror movie where the where a horse or a pony is the evil one killing everybody? Well, this guy is going to star in yeah. the next role. <laughs> Hollywood should pick this one up. Olivia sent this one in. Uh, it's a horse for $1,500 out of Fort Worth. Now, there's a picture of multiple horses and a dog. Uh, I assume it's the horse that's looking toward the camera beside the shed. <laughs> so we're assuming. Uh, Green Brook, 15.5 hids. No bad manners, 15.5. About 12 years old. Thoroughbred gilding. I feel like if you're going to own a horse, you should know how to spell gelding. I feel like if you can spell gelding, you should be able, like, if you can spell thoroughbred, you should be able to spell gelding. But clearly they can't. I can't spell thoroughbred, but at least I can spell gelding. <laughs> Needs polishing. Yeah, it's pretty dirty. Uh, and Cog's test. No low balls and bunch of questions. Come out and look at him. Okay. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> He's, this one has been for sale forever, and everybody's asked a million questions, and this person's done. They're just yeah. done with it all. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to come out and look at a horse if you don't answer my questions. questions. <laughs> <laughs> we assume it doesn't say if it's the gray one or the brown one or the black one. Doesn't really or the say dog. That. Or the dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe Cheryl's- that's why they're asking questions there, person. Maybe. Exactly. Cheryl sent this one in, and this is from Hudson Valley Horse Source Facebook page. Saugerties, is this you? 
Do you like to hunt or pace, fox hunt, or hack out on a nice summer evening? Do you enjoy farting around at small local horse shows and stealing ribbons from the little kids? How about a spontaneous group picnic to Weathersfield Estate or a cross-country spin to Locust Hill? Do you love to poorly exercise at expensive clinics and then have your friends console you with unrealistic excuses for your hot mess of a performance? (laughs) Do you love to groom your horse for hours and hours, but somehow only make them dirtier? Do you sometimes forget to use soap when you clean your tack? Do you just enjoy watching horse TV, the act of sitting in front of your horse's stall and admiring him while chatting with adult friends? Do you value excellent care and horsemanship over anything else? Well, we have a stall open. I don't even know how this is possible. Indoor, trails, jump field, enormous outdoor, 24-hour, monitored surveillance, trainer and instructors available or bring your own or do you with no judgment. Bring your own farrier, vet, whatever. We are very chill about everything except excellent horse care, safety, and needless drama. Management and owner on property. We have too many OTTBs and too many mares, but if you have a slightly underachieving gelding who may or may not be a little out of shape, we might be your people. JK, we love OTTBs if they have social skills and can be turned out in a small herd. If you did not laugh, Please do not call us. We are not it. If you know us and feel like you would like to comment about how great we are, please feel free to do so because I would like to fill this hole in my heart. <laughs> I want to board there. I want to move there. <laughs> Where are they at again? Does it say? So I think it said Saugerty is so New York. New York, yeah. I don't want to move there. No, second thought. Never we'll, mind. Let's get there. <laughs> Well read. All right. Uh, Laurie sent this one in. This is our last one. Hi, Jamie and Glenn. It's Laurie in Michigan with a really Hi. bad ad for a potential husband horse. That would be maybe if you're tired of your husband or he's got lots of life insurance. So here goes. <laughs> the first sentence is all caps with asterisks. Read whole ad before messaging. All information is in this ad. Coming three-year-old grade black thoroughbred stud colt. And he did st- Well, thoroughbred, right? So that's a plus. Dam is prairie air. Sire was never registered, but grandsire on sire's size is storm military. Stands 15 hands. His name is Stitch. He is untouched. Will only let me pet his face, and that's it. I've made more progress with his half-sister than him. Selling due to no fault of his own. I have no time for him with trying to start his sister under saddle. It's not fair to him. He deserves to have his person to halt or break and train him. Videos upon request. He has been dewormed by deworming pellets mixed with his grain. He is a very pokey horse, would make a great husband horse once he is broke right ride. I want to clarify by untouched, I mean not halter broke, has not seen fairer, that's fairer, not farrier, has not seen vets for shot or teeth. And that's it. This poor horse. Have a good day, guys. Let's say it together. No soul. Yelled oh. <laughs> that <laughs> you know what it's definitely not a good husband horse like she said unless you know he's well in church yeah. or well life in church do you think oh the my. horse has ever been touched they made that pretty clear <laughs> let me make this clear, clear. for all you people that keep calling me and saying can i make put my little kid up there no <laughs> 
You know what? I've been looking for a project for my teen daughter. I always want her to grow with a horse and be okay. perfect. So never had the feet done, never seen a vet. All of that, when you get this horse, is going to cost you about $5,000 just to get caught up. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. Pl- after the months of training, yeah. gently. <laughs> yeah. The, you, first, you got to catch it. That's the, that's the first thing. How are you going to dart it to castrate it? I love how he said, I like the other one. I hate this one. That's basically what they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, why are you breeding horses? Mm, never mind. No, you don't want to. No. Let yeah. me just not go there. Yeah. And why bother telling me who the grandsire is of the one that's unregistered? <laughs> <laughs> that was the other thing that caught my attention. It's like, well, that doesn't help. <laughs> no, none of this helps. Uh, if any of you really want that horse, don't call us. Uh, we, yeah. We're not going to help you with that one. Well, a couple of things uh, health-wise uh, for my pony. We got the report back. Remember uh, Scooter got tested yeah. for Cushing's, right? Yes. Um, and they emailed the report with no explanation of how to read the report. And there's no explanation on the report about whether it was good or bad. So we have sent the report to Dr. Wendy to translate it for us. Okay, good. Because that didn't help. So that wasn't a help. Uh, we think that doesn't have Cushing's by the little numbers and everything, but then uh, uh, when it came to diabetes, I don't know what the code is for that, what the acronym is for the horse diabetes, but uh, there might be problem there, but we weren't sure because we couldn't read the report. So there you go. For those of that you that worried about me when I mentioned that I went blind in one eye for about 10 minutes one day, and you have multiple nurses that are listeners visited me at Equine Affair to say, go get the eye doctor and get that checked. I did, and my eyes are fine, apparently. They're not going to fall out. So that's, um, good. so that's all good, too. So for everybody worried about my health and the pony's health, that's where we're at. I don't think Jamie was having health problems. I was just saying, did I, did I ask about all this? No, I'm, I meant to. Totally. <laughs> now, you do have a health problem, and I meant to ask this. When are you going to get your shoulder surgery? So here's the thing. Um, you know, it was like such a rush. You've got to get in there and get the x-rays and then the MRI. And I went for the MRI, and it was like, you got to get this done maybe soon because we need to check and see if you're going to tear your rotator cuff and all this. And um, I have a lot of plans this summer. <laughs> And you know, nobody has called me with the results of the MRI. I'm sure I'm supposed to call my doctor, but they haven't called me. So I'm just going to let it ride. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe Christmas. <laughs> I believe it doesn't happen. It never happens. I really, I'm going to go see Zeus this summer and ride in Colorado. And I don't want to give that up. Was well, it affecting I, your riding at this point? No, I just can't like, you know. Pick things up, but that's no yeah. big deal. Horse I can pick it up with my other that. hand. No, yeah, no, it's fine. I can throw fine. my saddle up in my right hand. I've got that Wintech saddle. It's like super light, and I just so it when you hold the, the reins, right it doesn't bother you because your arm's not up. Exactly. Oh, so you're fine, fine. Then. Yeah, you're I'm good. Fine. You're good till next year. We both Thank have you. had this before. That's why. <laughs> I really don't want it. I got so fat and like gained so much weight when I had that surgery, and just like because you can't do anything. Your arms laid up for a month. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, we both had the same. We were about the same time. We had. We've had a lot of operations, you and I, during the length of this show. I really don't want to do it again. And <laughs> no, so I until I don't know. I just feel like if it was like a big deal, they would have called. And since they haven't called me, I haven't called them. <laughs> so Gina, one of our auditors, was at dinner the other night, and she had to have. She's pretty young too. She had to have two vertebrae replaced in her neck. Mm. And uh, because they had disintegrated, I guess. And I, when she started explaining how they do that, I was like, I'm never getting that done. Forget that. That's, that's never no, happening. I'm, I'm just 
you know, just not move my neck. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll just sit still. Yeah. Forever. No, thank you. <laughs> hey, hold on, others. We'll do a post show quick. All right, Spade Nittergeld. See y'all Monday. We don't blow away, or the hail doesn't kill me. Time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. Hey, auditors. Uh, so we, we were discussing what to chat about today, and Jamie found something, right? I did. Can, it's, I, uh, can I do a warning first to the auditors? Before you do that, this is a serious warning, actually. This is not made up, and this is not uh, uh, fake news. Uh, So the FBI is warning, and I thought about this because it was at the airport the other day when I saw this article. They're warning people not to use public phone charging stations. So when you go to the airport and they have the USB plugs, they say, do not use USB plugs at public places. And the reason is, apparently, they can be hacked. And hackers can get into your phone through the USB plug. Ew. So what they're saying to do if you're at an airport is plug it in using your own plug. So you can you can charge your phone at the airport. Just don't use their USB plugs. Plug your phone into the to the outlet. Um, so I just wanted to give everybody that warning because I know a lot of our people travel. So and this is wherever you are. It doesn't matter. Do not use public USB plugs. So there you go. That's my warning. So everybody's going to be crowded around a uh, the one outlet that seems one to be. Outlet. <laughs> I do notice that airports are getting better now at putting plugs on the seats and stuff. Some of them have have come up to the modern century. Uh, some have not. Um. So this list that I found is six ways that your horse is sure to embarrass you, and I'll go through a few of them. Uh, one There's being only six. <laughs> I know this is just their, their short list. <laughs> we could do more. Um, when you are in a dressage test and you trot by the judge and your horse just starts ripping it and just farts <laughs> like the entire way past while you're doing a dressage that's test. that's basically saying fuck you to the judge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's funny because like, this is a horse and hound one. And um, they said, do you get extra marks for managing to keep a straight face? I don't think I could. Like, <laughs> I'll never forget this one girl that I taught lessons to. And her horse would always stop to poop. And she'd just sit there and let him do it. And I was like, hey, at some point, you're going to need him to move while he's got to poop. Like, they're they're functionally designed to yeah, gallop Scooter still poop. stops. He still stops. Well, yeah, but this one, this girl, oh, I'll never forget. She trots down the center line, ex-halt salute. <laughs> like, just drops on. And she was short, and her horse was real big. And all you see is her little legs pony club kicking to get this horse moving, <laughs> who is, like, taking a deuce right at center line oh at God. X. Yeah. And then you got to drop over it, and when you cross the diagonal every time. Yeah. Good times. Um, the next one is, why do all the spectators hang out at water jumps at lower level events? I mean, it's not, like, super exciting seeing horses gallop through, but what does your horse do? It stops at the water and starts pawing and yes. then drops and rolls. <laughs> yes, that's why we hang out there. Exactly. Yeah. I did have a horse gallop up to Marche, my old uh, first event horse would gallop up to water and every time he would stop in the water and drink. I'm like, 
I, I know you have to water, but you can't stand still for more than three seconds or we're going to get a refusal. And we got refusals at water constantly because of this stopping the drink. <laughs> Um, another option at a water jump is the goal for your horse is to stop right at the water's edge, slamming on the brakes, catapulting you over his head. Yeah. That's the other good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you know, you know, the rider's probably not going to get hurt. So it's a little funny. I mean, it's in the water. Yeah. You'll be fine. It's yeah. hilarious. Uh, who's that calling you at five in the morning or knocking on your door at three in the morning? Somebody who's seen your horses loose. <laughs> oh, we've had when we had our big farm in in Newville, Pennsylvania. Our the house was light up right along the road, and so were the fields. And we had electric fence for a while because it was shale, and you couldn't put fencing in without having a bulldozer. So, uh, and, and I swear it was like twice a year they we'd get knocks on the door at three in the morning, and the horses be and it was a pretty busy road. So the horses running on the road wasn't a good thing. I remember they somebody knocked on my door at like two in the morning and here and you know you get up and they're like hey there's some horses down and actually it was in my in-laws neighborhood because they live a mile away there's some horses loose and I was like no it can't be ours our gates were shut uh one's wearing a big red blanket oh, yeah that's mine <laughs> uh, that's mine because your three uh, o'clock brain does not want to deal with that no, no, I don't. I'm like, it's not mine. It's fine. <laughs> not me. Oh, yeah. No, that's mine. <laughs> and so we, our front gate, it was electric and it like shut and hit the door and then opened like two feet. And the horses just happened to get out on the time of the day the gate breaks. And of course, oh, there oh, you, go. <laughs> you know, that was fun. Um, the next one kind of was in the same vein, which is, oh, my horse loads fine. And so your friend loads up their horse and you guys are running a little bit late and you're like, I'll just load up right behind you. And then you, your horse will load like done. Nope, not going to do it. They say here one hour, 47 carats and three people with lunch lines later. He's put a hoof on the ramp. Yep. <laughs> Yay! And then steps off and then puts it back and then steps off and puts it back. And everybody wants to help so bad because uh, they all have their magic way of beating your horse into the trailer. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. good. Thank you. Yeah. Do you should, Jennifer you. gets nasty. The last time, because Nigel's always been a little bit of a problem, but now he'll get in the trailer and won't get out of the trailer. So she manages to get him turned around in the trailer because it's big enough she can get him turned around, but he'll stand there and look at the abyss forever. And, of course, then people want to help with that, too. And everybody says a suggestion on trailer loading. Even if they're brand new, they have suggestions. I'll never forget my, my, in the world of getting angry, I took Thor, my first Mustang, on his first ever trip and we went to a horse show and he was just hanging out but then i go to load him back when it's time to leave and he kind of it's gonna take him a minute he's a mustang getting into a two-hour straight load like give him a minute we immediately people came running out of the woodwork going i got a whip i'm like yeah that's what i want to do i want to beat my horse next to the thing that he's already afraid of that sounds like a really good idea and I was like, get away! And I was like, a lost Yeah, me. yeah, Jennifer does too. She's like, and she's rude about it. I said, you could just say no thank you. But, you know, sometimes no thank you doesn't work. No, no, no. we're in the post show. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> away from my horse. I, I, I would grew my makeover horse. He came to me, a big challenge to load. And I was at a horse show. And I'm not kidding you. I'm just, you know, I give him a minute, let him stand there, let their eyes adjust. It takes a few minutes. And, 
all of a sudden he just runs backwards. This couple had locked arms and walked up to him and put their hands like they're loading him into the starting gate at the breeder's cup. Like, no, no. And I freaked out then too. And it was like the owners of the farm and I'm sure they were just trying to be helpful, but you pushed my button and I haven't well, been not only that, they don't know the horse. They're going to get their faces kicked in. Yeah. That's, I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, if you know the horse and know that that's a, a method that's worked in the past. Okay. But yeah, you don't just, and then no. they didn't say anything to me. And I'm in the trailer, just like, come on. Boo-boo, that's like putting your face down to a strange dog to say hi. Yeah, you know, exactly. Here, bite me. <laughs> That's so weird that we get bitten. Um, and then finally, when you're on a leisurely hack with your friends and everybody's chilling and then you become that girl because your horse spooks at a, I don't know, daffodil that wasn't there before. And oh my God, it's the scariest thing ever. And your horse spins and canters off. You know, like you're that girl. You're that guy. Or on a trail ride where your horse just bounces the whole way is oh, that oh, horse that oh. just like thoroughbreds do. Jennifer's had all of these, I think. <laughs> yeah, we've all we've all had. All if you these have a things. thoroughbred, I think you've lived through all of this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Nigel was even today. If he goes out with a group, he's just bouncing for the first ten miles. Ten miles? That's exhausting. It is. She comes back exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a massage? No, don't touch. Don't me. touch. She. She's. He's gotten better in his old age. They both mellowed a little in their old ages. But yeah, she's gone through. I'm glad she wasn't here. She would be having. PTSD with listening to this list. <laughs> I had one of those days yesterday where I just, in the fighter pilot world, they call it task saturated. And they were like, I'm a little task saturated right now. In the wait, when you wait tables, you're in the weeds, yeah. you know, yeah, that kind of thing. The restaurant was in the weeds. Yep. Yeah, I'm in the weeds. I was task saturated yesterday and just had one of those, like, I had a moment where I was like, I, I, I don't know what to do. I, 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 I'm, I'm in the midst of like 10 things and I don't know what to do next. You know, like between horses and vet and trying to deal with the farrier and schedule the farrier on the vet. And then I've got a client who wants to come see her horse, but I need farm boy here. And he's like, I'm doing volunteering because I'm a great human. And I'm like, fucking quit volunteering. Get your ass <laughs> over here to work. I don't care. You know, and I had that. And then I'm like, the organ man's like, I'll be there at between eight and 10. And I'm like, I've got to take my kid to school and I've got to do a podcast and I've got this. And then I've got like, I like, and then Chad's like, I gotta go on a trip. Just got called. Bye. And he runs out the door. And I'm just like one of those like days where you just can't take it anymore. Like, I just didn't know what to do. I'm like, I need help. And just at that moment, farm boy texts me. I'm down here at the barn. Let's go. I'm ready to ride. I was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like I can't do anymore. I've got to go get my kid. And so I'm like, go getting my kid. Got to give him to karate. Got his karate uniform. And then I put all the shit in the car. I run down. I tell farm boy what to do. I get in the car. I'm driving out. I'm like, got the vet on the phone, the ferry on the phone, trying to schedule that, trying to schedule the client, all this. And then I get to the school. I pick up the kid. We race to karate and the goddamn place is closed. <laughs> Was you had the wrong night? No, it was. They were like, we're closed to the music festival on Thursday and Friday. And I look around. There's not a fucking musician to be seen. <laughs> it's like, excuse me. There's no music here. <laughs> Apparently, there's a big festival in Norman this weekend that, of course, I had no idea about music festivals. And they just closed their businesses. Like, what? And I'm like, oh, my God. I need a drink. <laughs> You know, if we ever stop doing this show, you're going to need professional therapy. No, we're very clear on that. (laughs) (laughs) 
What would you do without me in the morning? (laughs) My husband's cheating on me. I can't get my shit together. Oh, my God. (laughs) I come home and Farm Boy's just finishing up. And he's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) You know, it is amazing. Over the last 14 years now, 13, going on 14, we've had so many days when you and I have had serious crap in our lives. <laughs> I mean serious health crap or, you know, just crap. And we, we we meet in the morning, and usually we only talk for like 10, 15 minutes before the show starts. But by the time we play that music, it's the crap's gone. And that's a talent, I gotta say. I think that's a talent. Because <laughs> there's a lot of days when we have not felt like doing this show. You know why? Nobody <laughs> else cares about your shit. That's true. Other than you. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And so I could sit here and talk about all my shit in the regular show and nobody cares. Right. But if I talk about my shit in the post show, people can just turn it off. Nobody's listening anyway. I mean, whatever. <laughs> all right. Fine. Well, in that case, have a good weekend, everybody. Be safe. <laughs> Bye. Oh, wrong one. Let me do the right one. Oh, I didn't even know this. <laughs> okay, boys and girls, we're done here. Now go ride your horse.